from San Jose, California, it's the Frugal Life Podcast. And here's the host, Ricky Hershey. Welcome to the Frug Life. So first thing, this is the last time I'm going to mention the survey. On June 8th, I'm going to pick a winner. And then on June 10th, I will announce the winner in that week's episode. So you still have time to take it. Check out the link in the show notes. As some of you may know, I have a Bitcoin blog and a book on Bitcoin. Now, the price of Bitcoin has gone up quite a bit recently. Earlier this week, it hit $8,000 of Bitcoin, its highest point this year. Some people have been asking me, should I invest in Bitcoin? Well, to give you a very short answer, no. But let me give you some context. First, I think some of the hype around Bitcoin revolves around a lack of information. Bitcoin really is not the best cryptocurrency. Each cryptocurrency has its own features, making it better than others for some applications. But Bitcoin has a 10-minute block time and limited block size, making Bitcoin not ideal for widespread use. In other words, Bitcoin is limited in how many transactions it can process per second. It's much lower than the amount of transactions Visa, for instance, processes a second. I actually have a whole paper about this premise that goes through all the numbers in more detail. That will be in the show notes. Other cryptocurrencies have longer block times, or larger block sizes, or both, which helps solve this problem. For instance, Litecoin has a block time of 2.5 minutes. So there are some issues with scaling with Bitcoin. Additionally, one of the big reported benefits of Bitcoin is that it is anonymous, which really isn't true either. It's pseudonymous, meaning you have a Bitcoin address, which is your pseudonym. If your address is linked to you, all your transactions from that address will be linked to you. Other cryptocurrencies handle anonymity better, like Dash and Monero. Both have superior privacy. Alright, so now that I've bashed a little on Bitcoin, let me give some more disclosure. Do I hold Bitcoin? Yes. Yes, I do. For a little context, I've never bought any Bitcoin, though. I've earned it online through various means. A whole book of ideas, you might say. In fact, I have written a whole book about how I got my money in Bitcoin. Zero to Moon, a guide to your first $50 of Bitcoin. But for some quick answers, one of the ways was faucets, which gives a very small amount of cryptocurrency for free. When I did a lot of these faucets, Bitcoin was worth basically nothing, and the money I got from these faucets was worth basically nothing. So as the price of Bitcoin increased, these payments of basically nothing turned into actually something. In addition, I did work online from people and made investments using cryptocurrency. So the question wasn't, is Bitcoin useful? The question was, do I consider Bitcoin to be a good investment? Warren Buffett in 2014 said of Bitcoin, it's a method of transmitting money. It's a very effective way of transmitting money and you can do it anonymously and all that. A check is a way of transmitting money too. 
Are checks worth a whole lot of money just because they can transmit money? Are money orders? You can transmit money by money orders. People do it. I hope Bitcoin becomes a better way of doing it. Let's talk about investing with Bitcoin. There are actually ways to invest your Bitcoin. For me, like Warren Buffett, Bitcoin is a method of transferring money. I use it like a currency. For some people, though, it is a speculative asset, and maybe that can be okay too. But I actually like to make a return on my investments. You know, cash flow like Robert Kiyosaki talks about. One of the ways I do this is with Bitcoin lending. I use a platform, BTC Pop, where you can do peer-to-peer loans and make interest from the money you lend to other people. You can also buy equity in these very small companies that have little offerings on the website. Now to warn you though, this is very risky. I wouldn't put too much money into it. It's also doubtful these equity offerings are compliant with SEC regulations. Another way to make money with cryptocurrency is through proof of stake coins. Now this is another topic itself, but the short version is a proof of stake coin rewards coin holders with more coins. This is in contrast to a proof of work coin that rewards miners for mining coins. So with a proof of stake coin, you just own the coin and you will get more of it. Now there's maybe a small problem with this idea. Everyone is just getting more coins and that may proportionally decrease the value of each coin. So this idea of working depends on how the market reacts to the increase in the supply of coins. The last idea is a Bitcoin savings account. For some sites like free Bitcoin, they offer you a savings rate for the Bitcoin you keep in the faucet. And it's a pretty good rate, 4.08% annually. There are some risks though. One, and most importantly, if you don't control the private keys, you don't really control the Bitcoin. A private key is how you cryptographically prove you have something. It is what gives you ownership of your Bitcoin. When you use a service like this, they own the private key and they have full control of the Bitcoin. So they could run off with your money. That being said, they have been in business a while and it has panned out for me so far. But I do want to issue one last warning. Watch out for Ponzi schemes. There are lots of fake Bitcoin investments. You give them money and they offer crazy interest rates, like 1% a day, or sometimes they'll even quote an interest rate in hours. These are scams. Do not invest your money in this. They will take it and run. If they really paid 1% daily interest, you would more than 30x your money in a year, which is total nonsense. Something like 4% is actually possible. But as you get higher and higher, you should become more and more skeptical. Ponzi schemes is one of the most discussed topics on the blog, and for good reason. They're very common and prevalent. I think it is part of the reason many of the big tech companies removed all cryptocurrency ads from their platform. If you recall, there was a time when Facebook did not allow any cryptocurrency ads. Anyways, I'd love to hear back from listeners about the podcast. Check out the Facebook page where there should be some discussion on the episode. Message me on there. Let me know what you think, what topics you want covered, what I had for breakfast, anything you want. 
Also, I've been getting some feedback from people that they don't like the music, so I'm starting to search for something new. Let me know if you have any suggestions. And of course, for legal reasons, this podcast is not investment advice, strictly speaking. It is just for general education purposes. I have not considered your specific circumstances. Thanks for listening, and have a good day.